Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Hello. Okay, so in today's training, I'm going to be talking to you about the three P's in buying. I've taken some notes and I've got them in front of me. The three P's in buying and also how to find balance. So this comes up a lot. How do you find balance when you're selling? How do you not make people get bored when you're selling? How do you sell without it feeling forceful or sleazy? How do you show up and it feel authentic? You know, how do you not get bored of your own sales? Blah, all of those things. So we're going to be talking about the three P's in buying, why people will buy from you, and also how to find balance. How do you find balance in selling and promoting and serving and giving? How do you find balance in your business? How do you find balance in yourself? How do you find balance in your own business progress, your own business success? How do you find balance in your own sales forecast, growth, quarters, all of those things, but also the three fundamental P's that I use with my clients. And I've got a task for you. So I used it with a one-to-one client yesterday and I actually drew it. So I have it in front of me and it's a task I would love all of you. I'm going to invite you to do. If you really want to start feeling like you can become a lot more aligned and confident when it comes to your selling, your promotional marketing, and how you can actually sell without selling, how you can create this really aligned message that allows you to showcase the value and the service and the impact that you can provide without it feeling like you're following a script, without it feeling really rigid, without it feeling forced, without it feeling like a chore, to be honest. So that's what we're going to be talking about. The three P's in buying and how you can use that in your sales and in your strategy and also how to find balance within those. What I'd love to find out from you before I go into the this this task that I've got for you, which is going to absolutely change the game, is out of five, how do you feel about that, your relationship with selling and people coming forward, converting and working with you? So one is I don't really like it. It does. I haven't found my flow. I'm not really sure how how I sit with it. And five is, yeah, I sell out all the time. I'm a magnet for sales. It's just working really well. And I absolutely love it and feel really, you know, really integral to it. So I'd love to know that if you are here, if you're with me live, if you're obviously watching this on the replay, then, you know, absolutely. Could there be four Ps? There could be, there absolutely could be, but these are three Ps that I use that are, 
a little bit different, but yeah, there could be four Ps. Um, hey, Frankie. Hey, Carolina. So yeah, I'd love to know that. I'd love to know that. Um, how are you out of five? And yeah, if you're watching this on the replay, uh, then hello. Okay, fabulous. So a few, few bits of feedback there, which is amazing. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Um, okay, so what is really, really important for me, as you all know, if you're regular here, is I really like to create original content. So everything that I'm going to be sharing with you, hey, Frankie, um, is not going to be something that I've read in a book or something I found somewhere. It's going to be done in a way that I use with my clients that I've used through teaching and just make, you know me, I love a metaphor. I love analogies. And I just want to keep things really, really original. So there will always be other ways that you can find the information. Absolutely. But something that I really want to focus on with all of my trainings is making sure that they're really action packed, really focused on you being able to take your next steps and really simple and clear. So, like I said, I really want to talk about the three P's. So let's talk about five. But if I stay true to my OK, I love I love that. Yes. Connecting back to yourself and where you're at. Yeah. Great. And that's really important. So let's start with the fundamentals behind this. So what's really important is buying and selling, especially when we're in the online space. And there's so many of us in the online space, obviously, because you're here, is it becomes it becomes more of a conversation than it does a connection, you know, so try these five steps or do this process or create this step-by-step -step script or do X, Y, and Z. But what's really important is that the, there has to be a way that you can connect with strategies that work for you. There has to be a way for you to identify what works and what doesn't for your energy, for your client base, for your market, and for the way that you show up, your personality, your values. So, Everything that I give you is never like a one stop shop, you know, a cookie cutter method, do this and it will work because that is not the case, you know, and that's not how your business will thrive. So if we first of all think about your sales structure, that's going to be a really good introduction to this in terms of the three P's to buying. So if you first look at your sales structure, what's gonna be really important for you and things that you will want to reflect on, maybe you'll want to look at audit. So I always do this with clients is audit. So audit what's working and what's not, reflect on what you enjoy and what you don't. But something that's really powerful when you think about your sales structure is the following things. So number one, what are you doing consistently and successfully that is generating and converting leads. So what, what is what are those things? If there are none, then you're in a really good position because you can try new things, you can get creative and you can have a starting point to audit. But if you are selling things, that's going to be the first part of your structure that you want to look at. What's actually working consistently and successfully that is drawing in clients and drawing in these leads. The second part of that process is how quick and streamlined is that buying process and this is really important before i go into this task for you about these three p's because if the process that you have whether it's to do with onboarding invoicing emailing communication if that doesn't feel simple and streamlined that could also be creating a blocker from you being able to create more 
because we haven't created this expansive, trusting, safe energy. We've created a space that feels a bit bitty. You know, maybe it feels chaotic. There's a lot going on. We're not really sure of what the process is. Maybe we email people. We don't email people. We send invoices in different ways. We don't have a real kind of tracking process. It's not automated, whatever that looks like. So that's going to be the middle part. And then the, the following part is what is your closing experience? So what's your welcoming experience when someone does take that step? Do you send welcome packs? Do you have bonus calls? Do you have orientations? Do you send welcome emails? Do you have, you know, um, an admin like correspondent that gives all the information? Like, what does that look like? Now, this is important because before we actually look at selling something and someone buying it, we need to go deeper into the journey that we're creating because that's going to be the thing that someone else experiences from you. And it's also going to be the part of the business and the part of your business that speak, pardon me, that speaks for you. It's going to be the part of your business that is actually creating, like I said, this expansion, this experience. And that's the thing that will allow your business, this structure will be your initial framework to create more, will become your initial framework to build more success. It will become your initial framework to create more. And if we don't have that framework, you could find people might fall through, the, fall through the gap. So things like people say yes, and then we don't invoice them quick enough. We don't send them their contract quick enough. Um, it comes in separate emails and they lose some. It goes into their spam. They're not sure what to do first. Um, they don't have the links to their calls. Um, they're reaching out to you and not really sure of what, what they should be doing, what action step they need to take, how, do, you know, all of those things. That creates a very, very blocked system. Okay, does that make sense? So whether it's a course, a membership, a one-to-one, -one, a mastermind, it doesn't really matter what it is, a product, we need to think about the deliverables of your actual sales structure. And that is definitely something that I would encourage you to audit and look at as frequently as possible. And if we don't have that set up for more clients to come through, if we don't have that set up for a higher price point, that's set up for automation, then essentially your business is always going to be micromanaged by you. OK, so that's definitely something to look at. Now, here's the task that I want you to do. So the three P's in buying. Now, if I give you some context to this, that would really be helpful, I presume. So yesterday I had a call with a one to one client and we were talking about her clients taking their next steps. So whether that is they're speaking to her in the DMs and they want to work with her or join a program or they're about to come to an end and what happens next for them. So. We went through this process together and I said, this would be a really good way to actually look at your product suite, to look at where the gaps could be for you to serve your market to a higher level and also to really identify for your business what your next level could be. So this activity is really good for you to do a few things. One, look at the efficiency of your product suite. Two, look at any gaps that are coming up in your product suite in terms of could you serve people in a different place is there room or scope or potential for something new are you ready for your next level do you feel like expansion could happen do you feel like this kind of container for growth or whatever that looks like can now take place because you can see this activity you can see the potential next steps the other thing that's really important is you're listening to your market so if you've got this product suite you've got these ideas and you've and you audit and you say I've got 90% are coming here, 10% are coming here. Is that product 
Does that need refining? Does it need upgrading? Does it need removing? You know, it gives you a really good opportunity to actually hear the demands of your audience. And that's powerful because what you don't want to do is find yourself in a situation where you're not able to serve or add value or deliver or make an impact because we aren't listening to where our audience is. We're not being receptive to what they need from us. And that, that is where, and this is such a big part of entrepreneurship is that intuitive innovation. And I've done a live training on this, but intuitive innovation is a really powerful way for you to adapt, be able to look at what your audience needs, be able to look at what you need, be able to find that sweet spot. That's a huge, powerful tool that you have, which no one can give you, but of course they can help you unlock it. But this intuitive innovation is really important. So this activity will help with that. So it's very simple. If you're here live, can you let me know if you're ready? You might want a pen and paper. You can always watch this on replay and you can listen to it on the podcast on replay. But it would be great if you are ready for me to give you this very, very simple task. OK, so this, like I said, I've given you the context now so you can see um, why we're doing this, which is really, really important. But let's just see if we are ready to rock and roll. So I don't want to go through this too quickly. And then you're not you're not ready, which is which I don't want to do. Hey, lovely. How are you? I haven't seen you in ages. Yay, Carolina. I love it. OK, yeah, I hope you were only just got here. I know. Don't worry. You can watch the rest. You can watch it back on replay. But I'm so glad you're here. So nice to see you. OK, so. Let's go through this. It is three columns. And this is something that I would love for you to look at. So these three columns are the three P's that I think are really going to help you identify where you are in your product suite, what people are buying from you and why, where the gaps are. Is there room for growth and up leveling or tweaking or refining in your products and in your services and to get you to really understand your audience? OK, so that's giving you some context to why we're doing this. And what that can look like for you. And again, like I said, this is always to keep things simple. It doesn't need to be more complicated to be better. That's not the case. Okay. That's not going to help you. Okay. So the first thing that you need to share in your first column, so like I said, there's only three columns, is your program, your product, or your service. Okay. So I just want you to make a list of all, and this includes your free things. So if you have free lead magnets, free trainings, things that you're driving traffic to, I want you to create a list of all of those things. So you can have your free offers that are opt-ins. So people actually have to opt into and any of your programs, your products, your courses, whatever that might be. Okay. Then the, the, the next column is the people. Who is that thing for? And this is where you want to be as specific as possible because they won't all be the same. The people that download my freebies are not the same people that work with me in the Six Figure Sisters or my high-level one-to-one mentorship. So it is important that you look at who is each of these things in column one for. What's it going to, why is it going to attract them? And then the final column is the promise. What is the thing in column one going to help the person in column two achieve? So what is column one going to help the person in column two achieve? And again, the promise for each of your services, products, programs will also not be the same. 
So this is a really good way for you to get really clear because when you think about why people buy, they either buy because they want the solution, which you will convey in your promise, this is the outcome, because they feel like it's related to them. They can see personal resonance. So that's you understanding who the person is or because they're attracted to the thing that they see being demonstrated or being spoken about, which is your product. So if you think about adverts, people demonstrate cars, lying on mattresses, trying on shoes, different people will do and create different product placement and people give different reviews, how it made them feel. Okay. So person, the person. So it's really important that we start to think about our own way of sharing this in your message and your marketing. So that is a very simple way to look at your sales structure, which we did at the start, to then look at an activity for your actual services and why people would come into your world and audit that. And to then think about how you can potentially be serving your audience as well as serving yourself. So there is a lot to unpick there. And this is nice and simple, nice, simple activity. But I hope that that is useful for you to understand and identify potentially where the gaps might be and what they what you can do to look at your innovation. So remember your intuitive innovation. And this is where that next step comes in. What do you do with what you find out? Okay. Hey, Robin Kennedy. So. Any questions, you're so welcome. Nice and simple. We don't need to drag it out, do we? Simplicity is what I love. So hopefully that's given you some food for thought. And if you have questions, please share them with me. Um, and if you haven't, hello. And if you haven't, and you want access to my free training, it came out last week. It's a 25 minute training on eight sales strategies and methods to support you with being able to make more sales in your business is free so if you want access to that free sales training then just dm me after this with the word sales and i'll send you the link okay it's 25 minutes and it goes through sales organization sales alignment sales language sales structure sales energy loads okay so if you haven't and you want access just send me a dm with the word sales and i'll send it to you okay and if you're listening to this on the podcast then you can do the same too so um yes you would do it for all of your services so you can audit the whole thing yeah you would do it for all of them and look at where people are coming in most how many you're getting for each you know so yes i would do that that's the best way that you can audit fabulous so i hope this has been useful and i'll see you for some more trainings in the coming days and weeks as well